This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Hello and welcome back to the e-commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Gary Masters, Head of Retail Strategy at Acadia. And today I'm joined by another Acadia colleague, Ross Walker. Welcome back, Ross. Thanks so much, Kiri. Great to be here. Yeah, so you're a frequent and returning guest of the show as our Senior Retail Media Manager at Acadia. Huge Amazon nerd, huge Amazon marketing cloud nerd. So we're here to talk about Prime Day and how to get ready from an advertising perspective. Thank you. Yeah, all self-identified nerdliness. <laughs> Great. So let's recap Prime Day 2022 and what were the highlights there from an advertising standpoint before we get into Prime Day for 2023? Because a lot of the time as we're putting together plans for clients, we're looking back to what happened last year. What were the also like the errors and issues that we inevitably have almost every tentpole event, there is some kind of issue on the Amazon side that we sort of work into our list of redundancies. So let's talk about 2022, what happened, the themes there, what sort of strategies did we recommend, and then we will pivot into what we are recommending for 2023. Yeah, so I think I would just say overall, you know, our experience with Prime Day last year is that it continues to be like one of the number one peak days for our clients in the year compared to like the new P's, primarily access sale in October, or even Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And it's continued to grow. So most of our clients saw, you know, growth in their performance year over year for overall sales for Prime Day. And I'm seeing for a lot of my clients that, you know, maybe weren't as savvy as they were in the past, you know, are now really savvy about Prime Day. And so they're doing a lot of mine are doing more deals than ever, although we've noticed a trend that some brands are doing fewer deals. So, you know, things are obviously in flux depending on the category, but it's a big focus for all of our brands. And we learned a lot from Prime last year that's impacted some of our strategies for this year. Um, some things are going to stay the same, but some things are going to change. And we also have some new tools for Prime. Yeah. So let's talk about some performance for last year. So one thing, and we'll link up to this blog post where we always do a recap of performance from the prior year, lessons learned and things like that. A couple of advertising highlights. One is that the relative cost of advertising over Prime Day was lower last year. Why was that? Yeah, it was really interesting. I think we saw, you know, for like Prime Day last year, we saw that our average ACOS was much, much lower, about 12% lower than the average for that month. Even though our CPCs were up, compared to previous prime days and compared to the average. So it's like more competitive on the day than ever, uh, but we're finding that our conversion rates are better than ever. And that increase in conversion rate means that we often have a better ROI overall. And I think that played out when we compare prime day and peas to Black Friday, Cyber Monday as well. Conversion rates on prime day and peas are much higher than what we saw for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So I think if you're looking for a time to place a bet, the data is stronger than ever that the Amazon specific tentpole events are the ones to commit to. Yeah, that makes sense. So even in that post, we have a comparison to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, where ACOS went up 20%, but Prime Day ACOS was 
lower. So that's super interesting. And maybe the takeaway there is if you're going to invest in a tent in a big sales event on Amazon, choose Prime Day or Prime Early Access Sale if we have one this year, rather than like Friday, Cyber Monday, that might be a better event to be promoting on your D2C side or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% agreed. Yeah. Okay. What kind of strategies were we using last year with around Prime Day? So I think there are a few things depending on the budget levels of clients, but I would say there's like an ideal setup from a strategy perspective. And so we always recommended sort of lead in day of and lead out strategic breakdown to how you should approach Prime Day. And in the lead up, your goal is to really generate interest, generate awareness for your brand, and to make sure that you're getting your organic ranking for most your most important keywords in a really great place ahead of Prime Day so that when you have a big increase in traffic, you're well positioned and the algorithm is recognizing you as a great product to serve to customers. And if a client has enough budget, then like we really recommend like a full funnel DSP structure to support that. So awareness campaigns with custom images and videos, streaming TV, bringing, you know, that important first touch for brands to customers before the event. So the customers are primed, sorry for the pun, are primed to look for your brand on the prime day itself, or even, and this is something that is becoming super popular. It probably actually has been always the case for many categories, but a lot of my brands are in beauty, beauty and healthcare categories. And what a lot of customers will do there is that they'll add their products to cart in preparation for Prime Day so that when the product is on deal, they just go and they make the purchase on that day. So we're basically looking to generate as many add to carts in the lead up to Prime Day as possible with really good awareness and consideration campaigns across DSP and sponsored ads. Yep. And you also mentioned to me that we really go heavy on sponsored products over Prime Day and auto campaigns in particular. Why is that? Yeah, so we've seen the percentage of ad spend on sponsored products go up to about 80% of PPC budgets on Prime Day. And typically we have that a lot lower. We're usually looking to make sure that you have good visibility across sponsored brand, sponsored brand video and sponsored display as well. So like closer to 70% investment in sponsored products. But on a Prime Day, what we've found over the years is that sponsored products have the greatest reach. So they're touching the most customers and with an increased volume of searches, like massive influx, you really want to make sure that those campaigns aren't running out of budget because they just touch so many people. And so that's where you're going to help generate most of your sales as it's mostly bottom of the funnel placements that you're going to be winning with sponsored products. So it's just a great time to double down on that tactic. But more importantly, I'm a big proponent of automatic campaigns on a prime day or really any time that you're running a promo or a deal like a spotlight deal, a best deal, anything like that. And the reason is that only automatic campaigns have access to sponsored placements on deal pages and on the front page and as like editorial recommendations. And also for what is it? Amazon has a special rail like prime day deals that they've introduced. And like there are more specific like custom placements for products that are on deal just for Prime Day. There's one other deal type that's like only for Prime members. I can't remember the Prime early access sale. Yeah, yeah, like the Prime early access deals. And so those placements are only available to automatic campaigns. And so there's so much value that's generated by running auto campaigns for this. So yeah, a lot of my clients will say, why would we put money into auto campaigns on this day? And it's for that reason. It's not because you're being lazy. It's not because I'm being lazy. It's because they access unique placements. And if I could control it, believe me, I would. Mm -hmm. 
Let's talk about an issue from last year, and I'm going to be doing a roundup of all of the bloopers and technical issues that we've had with, over Prime Day over the years, both sort of you know at the hands of Amazon and at the hands of brands. What was the issue last year with sponsored brands and how have we changed our approach there to add some redundancy in? So a couple things we found as Prime Days have changed, and I would say it's going to be even worse this year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so the number one challenge I would say is that sponsored brand ads had, a, in many cases, a very long review time before they got approved. So there's always some kind of internal Amazon review before a sponsored brand ad can go live, but it's typically you know, less than, you know, six to 24 hours. Do you know what I mean? Like it can go quick, but we were seeing Amazon stating that it could be up to 56 hours before the ad is approved. So if you're trying to create an ad in the lead in, in the couple of days before prime day or on prime day, like I think you're just basically out of luck to be able to do that. So because of the long review times, you've got to get your sponsored brand ads built early. And I recommend that you get them built really early so that they can build data because we found that a number of our campaigns that were created even a week or two before Prime Day, we didn't get nearly as many ads served as we would have expected. So delivery was super low because Amazon seemed to prefer the older, more established campaign. So it just was harder. And that wasn't always the case. Like you used to be able to set up a campaign for Prime Day with a specific headline and featured products and it would run. But it seems like Amazon is not favoring those campaigns as much as it used to. So basically, set up your Prime Day campaigns for your promoted products for sponsored brand ads, you know, well in advance. Like I would say, start getting them set up now if you can. So they have lots of data uh, for it. Then Amazon trusts the campaigns. And the reason why I think it's going to be worse this year is because Amazon has been doing a lot of layoffs. So that means there's even fewer people that are going to be available to review the ads. So I expect that problem to get worse. This podcast is brought to you by Acadia, a trusted partner for challenger brands who are looking to make the best use of every marketing dollar, whether that is through SEO, performance media, Amazon and retail media, analytics, or organic social. To learn more, visit acadia.io. That's A-C-A-D-I-A dot I-O. Well, let's switch gears and talk about this year. You have been really getting behind Amazon Marketing Cloud, and we've been using that super aggressively over the past 12 months. That seems to me like a significant new capability that we can have to prepare us for Prime Day this year. Give me your thoughts on how you're going to be using AMC. Yeah, so there's a couple of things about AMC that I'm really excited about to leverage this year. And then there's a couple of things on the sponsored ad side that I would highlight as well that are really ready for primetime tools for Amazon. So on the AMC side, there are two queries that I'm really excited about leveraging this year that we didn't really have either access to or much experience around last year, just because it was sort of a new, they were still a new thing, a lot of the standard Amazon queries. And so the first one is the Amazon like complementary products query that's really valuable for showing what products are purchased by customers after they've bought their first product from you. So to break it down, customer purchases product A after being exposed to an ad, and then Amazon will tell you which products they then purchase after that and in what ratio. So say you have like a thousand people that purchase product A, the report will tell you what percentage of people came and purchased product B 
after they purchase product A? And then what percentage of people purchase product C in your catalog? And then what percentage of people purchase product D in your catalog? So you have this really good sense of number one, which products of yours lead to a lot of further purchases after purchase one, but then also which ones are really good at generating secondary purchases after the primary purchase. And Amazon actually calls this query like the Amazon query for upselling, which I love that they have it in there like, oh, well, you've already identified products that are really good at selling the first time. If you want to upsell customers to more of your catalog, like use this report. Like, okay, great. Thank you for that. I do really appreciate that. I feel like that's a bit tongue in cheek on their side, but that's a really cool one. And so you can use that data to build DSP campaigns where you're targeting past purchasers of your primary ASINs. You can build your sponsored brand campaigns to feature like the number two and three secondary purchases for your primary purchase products. You can build bundles using that data. There's just so much that can be done leveraging the power of Amazon to really build your basket size for your customers. So I love that, that query. Mm. The second query that I'm really excited about is part of Amazon's new audience, AMC audiences tool. And the audiences tool allows you to run queries in AMC using your sponsored product and DSP data and first party data. And the results of that query can then be turned into audiences for DSP that you can then serve ads to. And the one that I think is the coolest right now is the add to cart audience. So what this does is you utilize the AMC data. It runs a report that tells you all of the customers that added any of your products to cart in the last 90 days and then build a DSP audience out of that. So now I can target all the people who have my product in their cart, but haven't purchased yet. This is a brand new feature for us, feature that's pretty common in the e-commerce advertising world. And one that I'm really, really excited about running because we know that people are waiting for Prime Day to make their purchase. We wanna make sure that every single one of those people that's already added to cart gets that product in their cart. So it's a massive, massive unlock for us. Yeah, that's great. I'm loving all of these enhancements coming out from AMC. Is there anything on the, maybe on the PPC side that's going to be, that is either new or we're going to approach differently this year? Yeah, there are two things that I'm putting all of my brands in and I recommend other brands do as well. And that's the sponsored brand video store placement. And so that's essentially a sponsored brand video that lands on one of your store pages. And the ad placement that it buys is the top of search sponsored brand placement. So like right at the top of search and video in this top of search placement is something that was just kind of coming out in beta last year. Maybe not that frequently at all. Maybe I've got the timeline wrong. It was more around peas that it was becoming available, but I started to see brands utilizing this space over prime day. And for me, like it was still a beta. We didn't have that much experience with it. Like a lot of brands didn't have access but now almost I think every brand has access to it and the algorithm is working really well. And we've got a lot of campaigns that are working really well. And so we'll push those hard on Prime Day. So like put your video in the number one spot in search results on the biggest day of the year. Like that's a massive tactic that I'm really excited about using that we didn't really have too much of before. And then the other one is video related as well. And that's sponsored display video. And we've seen sponsored display video sort of gain power over the course of the last few months since it was released. And we're even seeing that sponsored display video is now showing on product detail pages sometimes. So there's now a video placement that you can run on your competitors detail pages. And I'm not seeing it run all of the time, but there are some placements available. And now that this is in our toolbox, we're definitely going to be using it to conquest our competitors on the key day. 
So can you control whether sponsored brand video shows in search or on PDPs? There's really two models or three models, I should say. So you can control if it shows up in your search results. Sort of standard is in search results, like midway down the page and at the bottom of the page. You can control if it's at the top of search with the sponsored brand video storefront ad type. And we also have sponsored brand video offsite that's now available for many customers. And it's really, really similar to DSP online video. And so that's another newer development for sponsored brand video campaigns that we can utilize. Although I'm less excited about the sponsored offsite, I feel like DSP is just like, does that better than what sponsored brand video can. That makes sense. And I think you make a good point about the sponsored video store placement. One of these strategies that you mentioned was sort of available in beta last year. We didn't have that much experience with it. And that's a really good point, which is Prime Day being such a significant tentpole event and very high potential for brands. You don't want to be messing around with like, oh, let's try this new thing this year that you don't have any experience with or you don't really know what the outcome is going to be. Would you agree with that? You really want to be doing something more tried and tested and really thoughtfully set up from months out. (laughs) Yeah, I think you probably want to use the 80-20 rule here and you don't want to be Mm. making a commitment to something that's not tried and tested or else you run the risk of getting burned. And if you're not super active on Prime Day, like for example, the case I gave you with our sponsored brand ads, not serving, not getting any delivery. Like if you're not really nimble on the day and can't pivot the budget to another ad type, then that's a massive lost opportunity. But by the same token, like if you have access to an early beta and your competitors aren't doing it yet, then it could be a real benefit to your brand. So keep some budget aside to test the new things, but I would place my big bets on the tried and tested stuff until I have like a great sense of how it's going to perform. Great. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about timelines and what brands should be doing now when we're about two months out from the event. What should they be doing one month out from the event? And what should they be doing in the last couple of weeks before the event from an ad standpoint? Yeah, so we're two months out now, roughly, I would say, maybe almost to the day. (laughs) We might all be two months out to the day at this point. You know, at this point, you've got to know what products you're going to have on promotion so that you have all the campaign planning in place. So you've got to know what kind of deals are going to be running on what day for which products. You want to make sure you have your campaigns set up specifically for those ASINs. And I'm a big proponent of single ASIN strategy when it comes to promoted products. So make sure those campaigns are really dialed in, you know, the right keywords, the right ASIN targets, the right competitor targets in their own campaigns for each promoted ASIN. You know, make sure you have your sponsor brand ads for those days, like up and running now. And I'm recommending to my brands that they create, if they don't already have them, like a featured product store sub page with all of the products they plan to have on promo. So we can drive traffic to that page and build the campaign history and build Amazon's trust in that campaign. And then when it comes to Prime Day itself, it's going to be ready. We can make a switch on the storefront title and then it becomes your Prime Day page. So that's a really good thing to be doing in the lead out. And then if you're doing display, like now is the time to be running your upper funnel awareness and consideration ads, like bringing people into your sales funnel, getting that all important first impression, maybe generating the all important, you know, first detail page view, or even getting someone to add the product to a cart or add to wish list at this point so that they're primed to buy on Prime Day. And there I made that pun again. I can't help myself. So that's sort of like the two month out point. 
two weeks out from Prime Day is where we start to expect to see lower conversion rates, you know, more people searching, more people adding to cart, less buying. So like, don't pull back on your budgets at that time. Like, keep your consideration up, try and manage your conversion rate to a high ratio as much as possible to maintain really good organic ranking. And again, like make sure all of your campaigns are dialed into like the optimal bid and budget for winning the share of voice you need for the most important keywords you want to be targeting on Prime Day. So everything should be dialed in at that point. And then on Prime Day itself, like switch to a super hard sponsored product strategy, you know, make sure that you're winning as many placements as possible with your deal ASINs, you know, run a lot of retargeting ads to bring people who've purchased um, in the past or viewed your detail pages in the past back to Amazon while the products are on promo. And if you can try and leverage that AMC add to cart audience, because that's going to be a massive new feature. Super excited to see what the results are like on Prime Day with that. Super cool. Thank you, Ross. Any final advice for brands as they ramp up their advertising strategy this year? I would just share the cautionary tale of peas that we had last year. There was, you know, a lot of data lag on the Amazon side. Peas being the prime early access sale that was a few weeks after Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, Just in the lead up, it was in October. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yep. Same concept. And it was you know, a lot of brands like basically lost visibility into how much they were spending. And so I would just say, like, be prepared for something like that to happen again this year. Like every time there's a tentpole event, Amazon gets overwhelmed, some server goes down, you know, some switch gets pulled, someone's not available to fix something. But like, have your strategy dialed in, have your campaign budgets set up, then you won't be scrambling on the day trying to make heads or tails of what's going on. Absolutely. And keep in very close contact with your agency or whoever is running the ads, be prepared to pivot quickly, have backups, have backups of your backups. And yeah, just expect something to go wrong, basically, because we have seen that happen every event, every year, there is some fire to put out. So set your plan, have backups, and just be very available over that event. 100%, 100%. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ross. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.